Now, it was a very interesting by-election over the course of the weekend. Uh, if you live in Fanny Bay, I'm sure there was plenty of you out and about. Probably not as many voters as we would have liked to have seen out and about to vote, um, but certainly an interesting outcome. Now, on first preferences, the CLP's uh, country, or the country Liberal Party's Ben Hosking, uh, was ahead with 42% of the primary vote. Uh, Labor's tally was 33% on first preferences, with 19% going to the Greens. Uh, but as we know, obviously when it comes to the two-party preferred uh, vote. Well, um, Mr Potter held 52% of the two-party preferred vote uh, when Labor declared victory. So it was certainly a very interesting race, I think, uh, is is the way that I would describe it. And there is a swing against uh, the Labor Party. There's been a bit of a swing towards the Greens uh, and a bit of a swing towards the CLP. But joining me in the studio right now is uh, Brent Potter from the Labor Party. Good morning to you, Brent. Morning, Katie. Morning, listeners. Now, um, were you surprised by the results on the weekend? Oh, I think you, know, you were surprised in any outcome. At the end of the day, you worked three weeks to get to election day and hear the outcome. Uh, obviously, vote, low voter turnout. Um, that's, that was a bit of a surprise. But I'm really, really happy and eternally grateful for the constituents for the opportunity to serve them. Yeah, it was really disappointing, I reckon, to see that low voter turnout. What do you attribute that to? Well, they have just gone through a uh, federal election recently. There's some council by-elections coming up as well, I think. Um, but ultimately, you know, by-elections are difficult. Uh, people come out to vote when they're unhappy. You know, we've seen that before. The, that could indicate that people were fairly comfortable. Uh, also, you had the Sunday market, sorry, Saturday markets and the sports on the, in the morning. People may have just got busy as well. Do you reckon it had anything to do with the fact that neither you or Ben live in the electorate? I wouldn't have thought so. I think at the end, of, some people may have voted that way, but I think people will measure you on what you can do for the electorate and the best candidate, regardless of where they geographically live. Now, you didn't win on primary votes, and um, the swing towards the CLP, it is a large one. What do you think that the that you know that that vote says to the Labor Party and the government right now? Well, more people voted against the Conservative Party than they actually voted for the CLP. I think that's, As that's in voting for the Greens, the Greens and, and Labor. Guys, so yeah. that, that's, that's first and foremost. I mean, we have a two-party preferred system. That's the system that we have. You know, he did win the primary vote in some, some bo- or in the booths. But when you look at Catherine, you look at um, you look at Brennan for Marie Claire Boothby and Joe Hersey. They won on the two-party preferred preference system. So I think to say that the primaries that's irrelevant. You win on two-party preferred. That's where we got to, and that was the outcome. Well, look, it does though say. I mean, when you look at the numbers from the weekend, obviously uh, in those primary votes, you got one thousand eighty-nine votes. The CLP got the thirteen hundred and ninety-four with those primary numbers. When you compare that um, to the last general election uh, for the seat of Fanny Bay, Michael Gunner did get two thousand and ninety. Five, Tracy Hayes, 1,510. So however you look at it, I mean, comparatively to the CLP, it's a big change. I mean, we need to get more people out to vote, you know. So what I've got to do over the next two years is get out in front of people, deliver on the commitments that I've promised them and get them out to vote for us. I mean, I'll prove to them in the next two years and the best candidate going forward, plus of 2024. So do you think that there's any message from the electorate that is one for Labor to sort of sit up and listen to when it comes to crime or antisocial behaviour? Oh, listen, I... I, I Agree completely. Any social behaviour we need to address in the short term. People, but what I do know is people don't want to forego the long-term change because they don't want to keep going through these cycles. So they want to see the continued efforts for the long-term generational change we've been focused on as a Labor government. But you are right, there are some, some short-term stuff we need to do right now. And as I said, going through the campaign, I had a solution for addressing those in the electorate around the, uh, the activation of green spaces, the bus services, security patrols and CCTV. So I can deliver on those and I think that'll relieve the pressure that people see in the electorate. Now, what are your main priorities? Do you sort of start working 
working today or I, how does it work? I do start working today. As I found out, I actually cannot occupy the office, uh, the actual Michael's office, the community uh, space may be a bit different. Uh, I'm going to plunk a table out there after lunch so people can come and see me. We'll go out in the electorate. We'll walk the streets again, talk to people. But today is day one um, for up until 2024 to the next general election. Are you pretty excited to sort of hit the ground running? Stoked. Absolutely stoked. Uh, had a bit of the, you know, the morning wake up, you know, you have your coffee with the kids and like, oh, it's the first coffee I've had in about three weeks at home and, oh, well, we're starting a new job today, so let's get on to it and let's get it done. Now, the big question, I think, from a lot of people in the electorate is when are you going to move into the electorate? As I said, we're going to move... Um, as soon as we can, we just got to find a place either rent or buy. Um, property price or properties availability is very small there. But where if anyone is selling or renting, give us a yell. If you're a real estate agent, you've got something, give us a yell. Um, we are 100% committed. Now, Brent, I know that uh, in the last week of the campaign, there was some mudslinging about your previous work experience. Mm-hmm. Um, what would you say to anyone who was concerned about the issue that was raised last week around conflicts of interest? It's nothing more than mudslinging. It was completely declared uh, perceived conflict of interest. It's a great project for the territory. It's going to create hundreds of jobs. They've already sold a plane. I mean, at the end of the day, there is a product that someone wants to buy. It's gone through independent assessment from the department, one of the big four consultancies. Great project, completely declared. Nothing more than mudslinging right before the election. So, Brent, when do you get to move into the into the actual office? You said you're putting a, a table out oh, there today. The, I think it's the Tuesday. So officially get sworn in in Parliament next Tuesday. So you okay. actually can't o- occupy, I believe, and, and the electorate, they're going to confirm it, but the, the office uh, is owned by the ledges until such a time. All right, and I think that the Electoral Commission's still got to finalise everything as well sure. this week, don't they? So yeah. be an interesting week for you, I'm sure, get, finding your feet and working it all out. We really appreciate your time this morning. All the best and congratulations. Thanks, Katie. Thanks Thank a lot. Thank you.